welcome to this week's episode of Let's Talk Business. I'm Mr. Clean, hosting with the Hitman. It's the Hitman here speaking. It's been a glorious, glorious week of wrestling. There's been ups, there's been downs, there's been Lashleys, there's been McIntyres, there's been Bucks. <laughs> What's there's, about? there's been Miz trying to get back into the top picture just to save your hair. He tried, oh, to, get, he tried to get back in, but he's been denied. Yeah. <laughs> so it looks like he's setting himself up with, with Bad Bunny for sure now. Bunny, Bunny. So yeah, Miz won't be going to WrestleMania as WWE champion. Well, <laughs> anyone who's known me, I've had really long hair. I've had uh, big afros. I've had cane rolls. I've had twists. I've even tried to lock it for a little while. But, you know, I still have up to... Gosh. Is it mid uh, Is it 14th or 13th? Well, it'll be April. I think it's, is it 10th and the 11th? Or 11th yeah. and 12th? It's, yeah, it's April, early April. I got April 10th and 11th. One, two, three, four weeks. I got potentially four weeks for him to somehow get back in it. Get back in it. Hopefully, hopefully he does. I, I, I should put my hair on the line if he does, if he does get back in it. I'll, I'll go bald. But. Would you be open to actually cutting your hair off bold? Why? If, if Miz goes to WrestleMania's WWE champion? Yeah. <laughs> I will, because there's absolutely no doubt about it. He's not, gonna, he's not going. So, yeah, all right. I'll put, my, I'll put my hair on the line. If Miz, if Miz okay. is in the WWE championship match as a yeah. champion at WrestleMania, I'll, I'll cut my hair off. I'll go bald. <laughs> well, we have a deal then. There we go. It's, it's, it's a hair match. Hair versus hair. Well, it's not even a match. It's a hair versus hair deal. Miz, please go to Spania. That's champion. <laughs> please do it. Please do it. Uh, the forfeit. Just like I can see Anton bold. When I say bold, I mean bold yes. in the head, but also clean yeah. shaved face. You got clean oh. shaved face. Oh, I can't have the upside down head. Nope. Okay. Go, I'll go clean, clean shaven all over. I think my only thing is I'm thinking I might look like, I might look like I'm about 10 years old. <laughs> Honestly, I'm been, about years old. yeah, you've been fairly close before, don't you? You have had it quite short, mm. not not completely. You you can actually do the the completely shiny bald head, basically like Lashley. Mm. Yeah, I've never yeah I've never seen you like that. Lash- I've definitely head. I've definitely never gone that. I think I've, I've gone. I've never even really had a skinhead. I've come close. Well, probably yeah, I've probably come close to having a skinhead. Yeah, accident. Yeah, when the hair got cut a bit too short. <laughs> uh, no, I've never. I've always kept my hair. I don't. I don't go for long hair, but I always keep reasonable amount. So yeah, bald hair to be be something new for both of us. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's new for me because I've actually had it bald once before. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Yeah. So the first time I cut my hair off in gosh, about eight, ten years. Yeah. I went to barbers around six times. I went barbers, and then I think literally on the seventh time, my barber said, "Look, come sit on the on the, on the chair." Mm. And what he did is that he used the um, razor. Yeah. The same clippers. And it's just like clip the front of the hair to the point where it was so low that I couldn't leave. That That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Because I, I remember you having it very, very close to it. It wasn't, yeah. there was a little bit. Yeah. You had a little bit there. It was very, it was very, 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 very small hair, but it was near enough. Mm. Old, near enough so. Yeah. Yeah. But it took me, what, six times before I finally went in. And then the seventh time, it's like, okay, yeah, I had to. <laughs> <laughs> I had to because I think I used to make an appointment and a part of me was just thinking I had it long for so long 
I just thought, nah. But the thing with long hair slash cane roll slash locks, it's, ma- it's maintenance. And mm. the maintenance issue is people pulling on your hair and pulling your scalp to the point of where you eventually do go bored. So, yeah, not good. But anyway, moving on from his, we can finally see that supposedly it's going to be Lashley and Maggie Dyer at WrestleMania. Yep. And I find, I find it quite interesting because I remember when they fought during the COVID period, mm. a lot of people were crapping on the match, saying oh, the match wasn't too, wasn't too good, that, you know, it's okay, but Lashley, Lashley feels a bit stiff still. There's a something not there. There's a certain oomph he doesn't have. And I'm thinking, okay, in a space of what, six months? I take it that he's gotten a lot better, obviously. But a lot of people, a lot of people say, now, you know what? That actually looks like a, like a good main event. Mm. I'm like, okay, different from when he had Lana to now. Is the perception that Lana's gone, hence why he's better? Or it's just like, well, because he's a champion and he's probably the best thing going so far, it's like, well, yeah, that's a good match. What do you think? Yeah, I think him, that storyline with Lana was really poor. And I think that just made left a bad taste and just kind of spoiled his his perception, his aura. So he had to rebuild, and that's what he did with MVP. Yeah, yeah I think it's better to say that at that point, it just it, it hadn't he been off for a while, and then he came back, surprise, yeah, yeah the surprise boyfriend of Lana. Ugh. And they got married. Did they get married? I'm, I'm, I've blocked a lot of it out. They, I, feel, I think storyline married, didn't they? Yeah, near enough. Mm. I think they did, didn't they? They weren't there officially yeah, like, yeah. married. Yeah, I think in the storyline they were supposed to be married. And then he, yeah. he started telling her to, to buy out MVP yeah. got involved. And then he kind of tried more serious and but it, I mean it was, yeah, it was just a it was a trashy angle, wasn't it, with Rusev, the whole thing. So I think that just made him like, okay, you can't really get into Lashley that much because it's just a really poor story. You know what makes me laugh about it? Mm. There's no Vince Russo, so you can't blame him. <laughs> it's his legacy. <laughs> you can't blame the guy because he's not there. <laughs> no, I mean, he's, he, started, he started something that will never end. We're always going to get these trashy, lame stories. He hasn't been there since, what, night, well, technically 99, but he was he was there for a brief period in 02. Hmm. But he hasn't been there for so many years, and yet they're doing all these trashy, dumb storylines. So again, blame who's in charge, Vince. Yeah, of course. Of course, at the end of the day, it all, all stops from Vince. Even everything that Russo did in the WWF, WWE. Yeah. It's, it's came down to Vince, but at the end of the day, because it's it needed a great filter. Supposedly so. And, and they, they, they always say the buck stops with Vince. So regardless, oh, yeah. he can he could always edit and say, no, let's not do that. That's Yeah, I don't want that. It all, it all comes to him at the end of the day. Everything, whether Russo wrote it or not, necrophilia, yeah. all of those. You know what? There's only one guy which I know you're going to say, oh gosh, don't bring him up. There's one guy you went against him who I love. Who do you think that is? Went win against who, Vince? Yeah. Oh, don't bring up Big Cass. Big Cass. <laughs> Big Cass. My guy went against him and threatened to beat him up. Ben threatened to beat him up backstage to the point where um, Vince was going to fight him. He's like, you know, script. I'm, you know, he's going to beat up Vince again. He's Vince man. He's an old man. You don't want to beat him up. Triple H basically had to get involved because, you know, Kaz was so pissed off. He's like, you know, I'm, I'm fed up with this old guy. But then again, what he did was wrong. Obviously, for anyone who doesn't know, there was a spot where I think um, Kaz won the match and then I think he was supposed to just big boot his midget. But then it's like Kaz, for whatever reason, thought it would be better to big boot him 
and just um, punch, keep punching him over, over and over in the head and then big boom again. And for whatever reason, he thought that would be much more of an effect. Personally, I think what Vince said was right. You know, one big boot from you should be it. Why would you need mm. to keep punching him again and then big boot him again? It's like, you look like an idiot. Maybe it's a bit overkill, but, you know, the story was that he went backstage. Uh, Vince was giving him a mouthful. He told Vince, you know, watch your mouth and everything and that his friend to beat him up. And then, obviously, Vince was going to fire him. He said, come on, you know, if you're going to fire me, come on, let's, you know, let's, let's go. Called him out on it. Triple H got involved, saved Cass from being fired. But then he still got fired in me, so. But the moral of the story is this, that at least he stood up for his rights. He stood up for what he believed in. Yes, again, this is both saying it was wrong, but you know what, he believed in what he believed in. And the thing is, he had the balls to do what many people claimed to want to do. He threatened to be up Vince. Mm. I mean, he, he claimed to, you know, he threatened Vince, you know, I'll knock you out. You want to find me? Okay, fine. Find me for this. And he went for Triple H then. Potentially, he could have knocked out Vince, but then obviously he would have been arrested and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, would it be worth it? It's not really, not really <laughs> a justifiable reason to knock out Vince McMahon, is it? Because <laughs> 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 it's like, well, and like, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a very noble act just because he just because he done he done a crappy angle and didn't perform it very well and then got told off for it and then wants to beat the boss up. Yeah. Or the boss is going to fire with it. The boss is going to fire. Of course. Him. Well, yeah. He's going to fire. I don't think. He was, I don't think he's going to fire him for doing <laughs> a couple extra punches. If if he, maybe it's because the way he acted towards him, he threatened him with firing. Oh yeah, because basically, from what they were saying, that he he that Vince was obviously talking to him, and he, he basically cut off Vince. That Vince had to get up off the table and basically go back with him as in follow him. So that's why it was. Mm. You know, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, that, that's his reaction to being you know threatened. Get fired, right? I'll beat you up. <laughs> it's like in any <laughs> any situation that ain't gonna fly in no. in, in the normal office world or wrestling world. You don't you don't like oh I don't like what you just said. <laughs> I'm gonna beat you up or you're gonna fire I, me. I'll, I'll beat you I'll up. Give him credit. I give him credit for actually saying you know what I'm actually gonna do what I'm gonna do. I, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I said. I guess give him credit for it because I would see a lot of people say oh I'm gonna beat Vince up. You know you have all these um. Old school wrestlers, oh yeah, I was, I was going to beat him up, but then I remember my job and everything. He thought, screw that, forget my job. You're going to fire me? All right, fire me. You're going to fire me? Fine. But let me beat you up. For, beat me. I will beat you up, then you can fire me. But, yeah. So then beat, beat him up, and fire me, and press charges as well. That, that, yeah, that's, a, that's a win. Well He's done. a snitch. He's a snitch. snitch. <laughs> a snitch. <laughs> He's a snitch. But again, Triple H saved him. Triple H saved Yeah, he saved Cass. It's all right. <laughs> he did, he did. And to be fair, Cass has, you know, I sound like I'm, I'm promoting basically people being of old, older men. I'm not. You sure? Uh, Cass has already come out and said, you know what? I'm very, very sure. Cass has come out and said, you know what? He was in the wrong. That what Vince McMahon actually um, told him to do was actually correct. And he obviously apologized. So mm. it's, all, it's all, you know, it's all been sorted. But personally, when I, heard he, when I heard he was going to fight Vince and everything, I was happy. I thought, you know what? At least there's somebody really... Stand up for what they believe in. You know, Cornette, Cornette threatens to beat up Vince, uh, Vince Russo all the time, but never actually does it. They, I think the, the dangerous thing is when people believe something so bad that they stand up. It's, it's good to stand up for what you believe in, but something like that, like, yeah, I say, it's, it's a bit extreme to want to beat him up because he done a great what his boss has told him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, in, in some situations, it's good to stand up for what you believe in, but then sometimes no, yeah. it's probably best if people don't. <laughs> Go end up for what they believe in. If, if but, they believe in something that bad, 
you got to think about it. Think how mad he must have been, though. Mm. Think how mad Kaz must have been to say, you know what? He actually lost his his sense and he, you know, the voice of reason. So, you know what? It, you know, I'm really pissed off with what's happening. I'm really pissed off with my push. The boss is talking to me. I'm basically saying to basically, you know, piss off. I, I don't want to hear you. The boss has come after him. Said to me, you know, you can't talk to him that way. He's like, yeah, whatever. This man's afraid to fire him. And he's basically not even thinking, thinking, you know what? If you're going to fire me, fine. But let me do you in. That's how, you know, he must be, he must be vexed. He must be vexed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, it's not good. It's, it's not, it's not really a good, I mean, for one, it's, it, you go out and you do something dodgy. I mean, why would you want to be, the, the, the idea that you said he laid out was bad. Yeah. So obviously you're going to get a little bit of a lecture or a chewing out. You just you just got to take it because mm. you know just say yeah no I understand or okay like you know I thought for whatever reason this was a good thing to do yeah and just leave it at that but yeah to get defensive and then start throwing me the boss up it's not a bad reaction yeah. not going to get not going to get you very far is it and it's a bit hmm. well have you seen have you seen him lately he's in great shape is he have he's you, in great shape yeah I'm seeing really he said he looked up. Three or four stone, mm. but on I think it's a stone and a half of muscle. He's looking, you know, he reminds me of he reminds me of like um, Tess, my edge. Tess yeah, edge. yeah, he was like a concoction. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's me. He had he had a nice little run going with Enzo for a while. Yeah. I think it was a sore oh, stuff, but that yeah, he wasn't. I I I don't know. I don't think he was. Nah, hip for the top. No, nah, no. Nah. But I think back to what we were talking about before of mm. um, Lassie and Drew. Yeah. I don't know. Like me personally, I like it. But like I said, he's away from Lana, which is good. He's got the hurt business, which is good. But mm. I think what kind of hurts, I won't say hurts, he's put, what hurts the group now is that obviously the hurt business lost tag titles, isn't it? Yeah. To the New Day again. It's like, oh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, okay. To me, I would have rather they all went in to WrestleMania as champions. So let's say, for example, MVP had the, I don't know, the 24-7 title. Yeah? Yeah. Her business had the tag titles. Even if they, her business lost the tag titles at Mania, I still think the picture of, you know, the her business, sorry, her business, Lashley, Cedric, Shelton, MVP, champions. It's like, good. But for whatever reason, yeah. Because hmm. really, not in a bad way. What is the need for New Day to have the tag belts? Yeah, I mean, I guess they just keep continuing to use New Day in a prominent role. They've got a fresh uh, match for WrestleMania now. AJ Styles and Omos. The silence is there already. <laughs> <laughs> but it okay. is, I mean, it is an intriguing match, to be fair. I mean, I know yeah. it's not. No, I mean, if. What, what would be the, uh, if they were just going to have the New Day Challenge business WrestleMania? It'd be a good match, but again, it's something they, I think they're going for something a little bit more like, okay, it's the debut of Omos. It's well, AJ it's Styles the in the big match. If the big guy don't win, then already I'm like, eh, eh. Mm, well, we'll see, we'll see. But I think, yeah, I think they want to go for something that's like, make WrestleMania feel like a bigger deal. So it's like, let's change things up a little bit. Let's get Omos involved. Give AJ something. How tall is this guy? Sure, he's, he's over seven foot, isn't he? He's over seven foot, I think. Yeah, mm. former what he's played foot, he played football, played basketball in the states. Yeah, mm. should he not be able to take up both of them by himself? 
within theory? Mm, nah, not completely. It comes down to skill, doesn't it? Look at look at the USC back in the day with the yeah, I remember. with the sumo guy. I <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So it doesn't automatically being big doesn't mean okay, you're the best. You're gonna beat everybody. So it, on a K, like a kayfabe level, like, the reality of it. Yeah. Yeah, with, with, within the confines of wrestling, he should he, take up both of them. He can, he can beat them both up whether he'd actually win a wrestling match with two of them. In theory, like, he looks intimidating and he, he batters people when he gets involved and stuff. But in an actual yeah. wrestling match, like when these guys can hit and move yeah. and, you know, and maybe outskill him, like, okay, mm-hmm. if, he, if he hits them, then they dodge him and yeah. use, their, use their techniques on him. And that's the thing. I mean, you could you could get a seven foot guy who plays football and plays all these other sports and put him in the in the cage or wherever with Conor McGregor. Yeah, and you'll probably see a different story, wouldn't you? Conor McGregor take him out, or using Conor as an example, put look put Tyson in there with somebody who's like way taller than him. Yeah, true. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't mean. I mean, look at Kimbo, Kimbo Slice. He was a fire. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, he got sparked out by somebody. That you, you would on, on paper, yeah, on paper you'd look at him and say, "Oh my god, Kimbo's going to kill him." So as we know, fatigued mm. as well, fatigued as well. What's, what's that? Kimbo Slice got fatigued as well. He didn't pace himself. It wasn't a long fight, though, was it? No, no. Well, there you go. Maybe almost get himself fatigued against the new day. <laughs> well, then you know he'll be a big for nothing. Then. It's like <laughs> Mr. Braun. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Braun, did you see him? He's a muppet. He's a muppet. <laughs> he's a muppet. He's just like you're big for nothing, mate. Oh, that was bad. That's that's been, this has been terrible. Strowman, the fall from grace. Was it one year ago? He was gonna face. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, Zack Sabre Jr. There. Uh, what's his name again? <laughs> See, so irrelevant. I'm gonna say Big Goldberg a year ago. El Generico. Oh, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. See, gosh. The, the name of Ding went up my head. He's going to face uh, Sami Zayn. Then he got to face Goldberg, won the Universal title. I thought, yeah, the, the run was okay. It should have been a bit longer. Did nothing afterwards. Now he's facing Shane. Looks like he's a badass again. Mm-hmm. But again, they keep giving these guys these ridiculous lines, these, you know, these ridiculous lines. And it's like, look, people like him, they're not going to remember it. And they also, it's not his character. Mm. Short, sweet, boom, that's it. The guy doesn't, you know, a giant doesn't need to be so eloquent and talk for five, 10, 50 minutes. You don't, he doesn't need to. You lose, mm. again, depending on how well you can talk. If a giant is talking like me and you, they're like, eh, okay, it's basically he's one of us. Mm. I was going to say, did he get, did he get his um, head smashed with the, the camera? Yeah, that's how uh, Shane took over on him. Yeah. And him and then put, put slime on him. <laughs> well, he did the elbow through the table. I mean, he gave him a proper beatdown, uh, like hit with a hit with the camera, battering him around with the camera, and then put him on the table and done his elbow. You know, I would have done it. Was... What's that? I would have taken that stuff and then just get up. Okay, okay, just get up. <laughs> yeah, he got, he, got up, he got up and started shouting, <laughs> covered, yeah. in, covered in punch. Oh gosh! Uh, and the week before was he <laughs> like a fool? He chases, let the car go, and then walks off, and then Shane just shows up. 
what a dummy. Uh, really, yeah, it does, it does not feel... I mean, going back, you look at how much momentum he had back in the day when I first built him up, the feud with Roman. I'm not finished with you. Yeah. He had proper, yeah, kicking over ambulances. He had a proper aura building that you actually could take him seriously as someone who would beat Brock Lesnar. And you used to just toss him around and slowly but surely they've diminished his credibility and his aura and his presence. And he's mm. not For whatever reason, he's, I don't know, he's let them, he's let them be push him down so far that it's like, how can he ever get back up again? Because mm. to me, even if he did beat Lesnar, you know, let's say one move, bam, one, two, three, he'd be like, eh, okay, yeah. It, it, to me, it won't feel special. Yeah, it's, it's not going to feel special at all. Oh, he's he's ordinary now, isn't he? I mean, Roman made him pass out last year. Yeah, and just yeah, just in general, like Lashley just with him. He's easy. But you know, you know how I blame again. Mm. I keep. I blame Trips. I blame Vince. When I told you, I think I said it last week, and I'll say it again this week. When they had that press conference, and Triple H said, "Look, we will not create no normal stars like Cena or Rock or Austin. The star is WWE, and that's it. Mm. What can you do? If you know, if if the star is WWE, if, again, like you said, everybody's replaceable." That's why Bruno doesn't mean anything. So, okay, yeah, he's, he's big. He's, you know, he's a giant. Oh, he's a giant-ish. But, you know, when we've kind of, you know, built him up and he goes down again, okay, no worries, we'll replace him with um, almost. And then somebody else. And then somebody else. It's like, you're interchangeable. Mm. And, it, and I think this is why a lot of people who watch WWE say, you know what? He's just boring. It's rubbish. Because nobody has that, wow, that wow factor about them. Yes, you can say Roman. Yes, you can say Drew. But again, even Drew, the guy won the belt WrestleMania, yeah? The guy should have had a year-long reign, easily. Easily. Yeah, but he's had, he's had a year of being the top guy, and he's still in the picture. Like They're, they're pushing him back to WrestleMania. So they've, they've been consistent with him so far, whether that lasts. But at the moment, like they're, they're backing him more so than they ever did with Braun. They actually decided he's a guy they're going to go with as a top guy, and they've, they've backed him. They let him win the Rumble. He beat Brock. He held the title, lost it, got it straight back. Mm. And even now, when he's you know beat Goldberg, and now, even when he's lost it again, the, the build is for him to get it back potentially from Lashley. So it's like at the moment, as of now, mm. they're, they're solidly behind Drew. He's had a consistent, even when he's not the champion, he's a top guy, main event player. Okay. You're saying that, you know, potentially he can beat Lashley. Mm. How is this good for Lashley then? What's that? How is this good for Lashley? Oh, yeah, but somebody's got to lose. No, I know. But somebody's got to lose. They've done well to build Lashley back up. I'm saying, you're saying like, um, you know, Drew's, they're not really behind. I think they're definitely behind Drew. I don't think they're ever no. that solidly behind Braun. No, I'm not saying they're not behind them. I'm, I'm, as mm. I said, is he a star? Is he a star? Yeah. I, mean, because, just, yeah. I, I feel like, he, I mean, it's, it's hard to tell like how people are going to react to him, the actual live crowds. But he definitely has felt like a star during, you know, he's held together during this weird COVID period. And I mean that that moment, that star making moment with when he won the rumble, mm. that uh, you know, he he straight away like he he lived up to it. They they backed him and he delivered. And you know, so far he's felt like a big deal. He does feel like a big deal. He feels like him and Lashley is a big match. And yeah, obviously if, if Lashley loses, it, it's it's a shame because now you're like oh, it's so good with Lashley, like a, a new sort of killer 
champion. But like I say, somebody's got to lose. It's, you say it's not going to be good for Lashley. It's not going to be good for Drew if he loses. One of them is going to feel lesser for not winning. But that's, I mean, that's how it is. At the end of the day, unless you want to just have everybody yeah, maybe on the floor. Big show. Mm. Big show, no. that's, that's true. Now, I was going to say, remember when uh, Brock Lesnar beat Taker in the Hell in a Cell? Big Show came back through Taker off the, the stage. Yeah. And became a killer. You know, when Paul Heyman's like, you know, you can't lift the Big Show. You can't beat the Big Show. Mm. And even, even I bought the Big Show. I'm like, wow, okay. Big Show's actually somebody again. Yeah. He beat Lesnar. You know, and I thought, okay, he's going to beat, I thought, definitely beat Kurt Angle. And then perhaps maybe go on to face maybe Lesnar at WrestleMania or something. Then what happened? Roughly a month. Destroy Kurt Angle, put Lesnar F5 them, Kurt Angle pinned him one, two, three, and mm. then what happened? He went down, he went down again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there was no, there was no commitment. Nathan Jones. Nathan mm. Jones and oh, he had um Albert slash A train on his side. And I thought, ah, oh, just again, you killed the guy again already. You killed mm. him. And I kind of feel that's what they will do with Lashley. Yeah, he's got the big moment, but after WrestleMania, he will lose a rematch at is it backlash or uh Elimination Chamber, whatever the, the paper is afterwards, he would lose that one. And then, yeah. Mm. Again, but to me, how much of a star did you really make him? Same thing like with um, Drew. If they had given Drew that year-long ring from a record books, oh, why? How long he held it for? A year. Okay, wow. Last one he held it for a year was who? Lesnar. Before then, who? Uh, C- uh, Cena? Uh, Punk. Cena. Diesel. Uh, Hogan. Savage. So, yeah, so I think from that perspective, okay, he must be up there because obviously, again, most people look at the, 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 the records and say, okay, he's held it in line. So he's held it for as long as they have. Yeah. But also, hell of a fight. Who did he beat? He beat Dolph. And the thing is, most people say, okay, didn't he really beat Lashley? Not a bad way. It's like, okay, he beat Lashley already. Again, I, again, I like Lashley. But personally, I know, I know people might crap on it. I think personally, Bring Lashley in. No, Lashley, um, Lesnar. Bring him in. Mm. What? Yeah. You mean bring him in for to, to be involved as a triple threat? Yeah. You know what? It sounds bad. Build it as a Drew versus Lashley. And then for whatever reason, let's say the day of WrestleMania comes. Mm. Lashley, uh, McIntyre's on the floor. No one knows what happens. And then it's like, okay, well, we don't know who's he going to face. Boom. Lesnar comes out. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, imagine if, if Lashley retains WrestleMania, that should be the match they go for, Lesnar versus Lashley. That's what I'm saying. That would be good. I mean, that, that's a good thing. I mean, going into WrestleMania, it's not 100% certain that Lashley will lose, but he could come out of it still the jam. Like you said, what do you do with Drew after? Said? If, if Drew doesn't win, what do you do with him? Yeah, I mean, it depends how he loses. But it's obviously, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's built for him to be the conquering hero to get his belt back at WrestleMania and like a, a new beast or not a new beast to him but still so he's been built up as a beast now hasn't he yeah it's like play him um yeah i mean who knows it, it's that they can make they can make somebody still be relevant and important in defeat yeah. it just depends depends what they do i mean that's just at the end of the day somebody's got to lose yeah true. you know it's not like it should be us oh, lose that's it you're you're no longer you're fired or whatever you know, so still potential, but obviously somebody like Lashley, the way he's his character is built up at the moment, it's like losing is not a good thing. It takes away his aura. Aura at the moment feels unbeatable. Yeah. So 
We'll just have to see how that goes, won't we? But before we get to WrestleMania, we got Fastlane. <laughs> we got to do predictions. Really? Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to waste our time with this. On this hey. The WWE knows basically this, this pay per view is a waste that, you know, all they're trying to do is just grab our money. You know what? Because you fans out there would basically do anything, you'll watch anything we put out there. You know, watch this. I don't know. I think they've been listening to your calls. They they give me Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss. Yeah, I know. So they're, they're, they're trying to get you. They're, they're giving you what you want. Let's have your prediction for that match first. Who's, who's winning, Orton or Bliss? Nah, of course we know who's going to win. Bliss. <laughs> yeah? You're going Bliss. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go Randy. I'm going to go Randy and then the Fiend shows up. I'm going to get the W first. If... Uh... If Randy go out there, beat her to a pulp, RKO her, kick her in the head, kick her in the, kick her in a soft spot. Oh my, <laughs> you know, soft spot. Waist below. Mm-hmm. I'm being polite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm being polite because who knows who could be listening. But uh, yeah, basically beat her half to a pulp, and then like I said, get a, get the sledgehammer or whatever. And obviously, say, you know, I want to destroy you, whatever. And then, the next thing you know, Braun will come up, give him the finisher. Oh, sorry, Bray. what's it Bray will come out, slash the Fiend, will come out, give his finisher. That's it. So, yeah, yeah. I'm pulling the bliss on this one. You're going bliss. I'll, I'll go Orton to get them done. Mm. Uh, so then we got Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. Really? Universal. You're going Roman. Yeah, I'm going to go Roman as well. But I don't know. I mean, he's he's. Edge versus Daniel Bryan. What's that? Edge versus Daniel Bryan at Mania. Nah. Could be triple threat. Nah. No. What sense does it make for it to be triple threat? I don't know. I mean, it's it's that thing like before, and don't forget they're going to have fans in in attendance. It's like like before with they always seem to get. Daniel Bryan, <laughs> when they're going somewhere, like hijack, hijacks the preparation, put him in but there. The and thing, I mean, he really did. Like you, you've been watching on SmackDown, it's like yeah. he stepped up. And he's like, oh my god, you really like. We were yeah. talking about how his character is kind of like he's just sometimes there, but it's like consistently so good. And it's like yeah, he's he's been fiery and passionate, and it's like wants the title, wants to win the picture, and it's like yeah. that. The angles with him and Roman have kind of taken the shine off of Edge. True. So you never know. And like WrestleMania 30, when he, like in the end, they had to, they had to change plans. It was going to be Batista and Orton. Ah, oh, that annoyed me. That annoyed. I'm sorry, but anyone out there, I would have preferred Batista winning both belts. But hey, what do I know? Uh, <laughs> no, look, no, no, no. The no. guy won the belt. Obviously, it wasn't no fault of his own. Obviously, he got the you know the injury and he was out for a while. I mean, but it's like they brought Batista back for a reason. Mm. And it's like, again, we all love the fans because we're, we're fans too. But the fans hijacked it and then we didn't even get what you, you guys didn't even get what we wanted. Mm. You never wanted anybody. So it's like, you know. But they got the moment. Back. At the moment. Right? Mania you 30 got, was a moment. But you wasted Batista. Mm. You wasted Batista. You came back and it's like, well, okay. Well, what do, what do I do now? Okay, no. Nope, okay, fine. Bye. I'm gone. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. True. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we're both, we're both on Roman then. Pick up the event. You got Big Eve Apollo. Yep. I see that. 
Yeah, at the moment, they're asking, can you rest? Yeah, it's icy. Who gives a damn? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Who cares now? Who cares? That, that what, belt. You're not feeling Apollo's new direction. He's, he's, he's become a Nigerian prince. The silence says it all. Again, it's part of my heritage, of course. But what was it? I think Jim Cornette said before. We, uh, Jim Cornette said recently about think about your gimmick. Can you see it on the billboard of, of Madison Square Garden? The main event of WrestleMania. Let's say, for example, um, Roman Reigns versus Apollo Crews. WWE World of Championship. Well, you know, you got to look at the gimmick. You got to look at your, your character. He says, if you can't see it on the main event of WrestleMania, then you know it's wrong. You know it's not going to be the one. So think carefully before you, you allow them to give you certain gimmicks. Mm. Look, I like the gimmick. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Can I see that basically as the main event? Can I see basically, you know, headlining WWE with that? I would like to think they would, but <laughs> what's, what's the probability that, that he would? Very slim. Hmm. Oh, we never know. I mean, it's not. We say we never know. We never know. But the thing is, we know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> no, we know. but I don't know. I mean, there's there's ways things can evolve as well. I mean, look, would you would you have said Triple H was going to be this dominant yeah. main event performer back in the day, Hunter Hearst yeah. County? No, uh, from from uh, from that perspective, no. But yeah, as soon as you saw Shawn Michaels, you kind of thought, okay, well, it's, it's only a matter of time. Nah, not even then. I mean, I, I wouldn't say as soon as you oh. saw him with Shawn Michaels. No, for a long time, it felt like he's not. He's, he's not that caliber. He's not main event level. He's lame. He's cheesy. Even with like, yeah, yeah. Even with the X. I mean, he always felt like the like a poor man's like, trying to trying to be charismatic. Uh, yeah, all he had was really like dick jokes. Trying to no. and uh, even like yeah, and, and had the catchphrases. That was it. Let's go ready to suck it. It was so <laughs> I don't know, so lame and like mm, nah. Not of course he was. You're not charismatic. I mean, it didn't help. And in side by side with Road Dog, oh gosh, yeah, Road shot him completely. But still, he wasn't. He it was like fake charisma, trying to be charismatic, trying to be. I'm honest. I'd, I still don't think he's he's um, got charisma now. I still don't think he has. I'll be honest. He's got an aura. Because... That's the thing. It's helped him. I mean, the presentation. But what I'm saying, back then, in the '90s, late '90s, it's like no, nah, he really felt like a hanger on. To be fair, he but... felt like Sean's hanger on. And then in DX, it felt like okay, he's like, he's not. He's good. He's a polished, like, in-ring performer, but he's not... He just doesn't have that charisma. He, he doesn't belong side-by-side side with The Rock and Austin in their, okay. like, in their levels of charisma. But, but he was presented as constantly being on their level and able to beat them and hang with them. That eventually, so now yeah, buy pushed him over. I, now you buy him. You buy him. So yeah, yeah, he's got charisma. He's got all... No, not charisma. Not necessarily. He has got a charisma. He's got more. I mean, he's got better with it. I still don't think he's the most charismatic. I don't think he's no, but he's uh, what helps is his perception. Now you have to rank him as like okay, he's a big deal because yeah, you do. You have to though because for years and years and years he's been consistently the winner. Yeah, didn't con me, but it's like okay, I can be interested in this match. Same as look back in the day, I wasn't a Hulk. I wasn't a Hulkamaniac. I didn't like Hulk Hogan. I first started watching. I know I started watching in 1990, and I wasn't really a Hulk Hogan fan, but I knew he was a big deal. I was interested in these matches, but I didn't like him. I was always like, you roll your eyes when he does the Hulk up and when he wins every time. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I wasn't a Hulk maniac. I wasn't a fan of Hulk Hogan. I thought like he was one of my least favorites in terms of actually like, oh, I'm, I'm a supporter. But I paid attention every time Hulk Hogan fought because I knew he was the top guy. 
Ah, that's, that's what I'm saying though. I'm saying he was a top guy, but he he proves why he's a top guy. Triple H never, you've already said it took you a while for you to kind of even give him really notice. And like he said, I think you said previously that when he fought Cactus Jack at Royal Rumble 2000, that's when he thought, you know what, hmm, there's something there. You know, he can be a good champion. You know, Cactus Jack made him look tough, yeah. he said. Yeah, because let's like say consistently he was kept up there. And and Cactus really, like Mick Foley really put him over in that in that sense, like gave him credibility. Because yeah. he, he let him, like he allowed him to beat him clean. It was a really good match. Oh, great match. And he beat him clean. Like for the type of match it was a street fight. It's like he actually looked like yeah, he came across as a proper ass kicker, and obviously the match was really good. And it's like okay, like you can't if you take again, you take I, I at this point I'm a wrestler myself. No, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm not just a random like I'm not just a fan who, who believes it's real. But when you take yourself out of the moment and you're watching it from with the suspension of disbelief, it's like okay, I can I can buy that like that presentation. He came across like a star he was put over like a star believe that match and that really like okay you, you can't knock him the guy like won against all odds beat cactus in his own match and then they just consistently kept him up at the top of the card and made him come across yeah over the years look at him beating everybody goldberg no matter who came through like through the wwe he was he was conquering steiner you know people that you thought like I remember when Scott Steiner first came in and he's doing the, like, the pose downs with him and the arm rest and he's like, he's making him look like a chump. But at the end of the day, Steiner got beat by him. And right. then it was just, yeah, it was like, okay, now Steiner's, you know, he can, Scott Steiner's like dropped way down. But him coming in, it's like, oh yeah, now that's a badass. That's, uh, yeah, some of the outclasses Triple H in, in terms of aura. And um, in his day, he outclassed, I don't know, outclassed, he certainly was one of the best in ring performers. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, Steiner was brilliant these days. Of course he was. I mean, at that point, he wasn't... No, he, he had injuries. Yeah. He was a mess. I remember looking, really looking forward to him coming in. It's like, oh, him and Triple H. So like, oh, big deal, but... What was, yeah. was it like 12, was it 12 or 13 baseball suplexes at the Rumble? Yeah, I mean, that was a bad, that was a bad match. <laughs> that was bad. Yeah. But then, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that, was, that was the beginning you know, of the end. Say, so big pop pump I'm going to say something. Many people say they love him. They love Triple H. He's the savior. He's the, the king, the godfather of NXT. I'm going to say this. I remember for years, like what you said, many people couldn't stand him. Bond, as, as I was saying, Bond Triple H. He married Stephanie. He, you know, he basically bought his way to the top. Now all you fans can't get enough of him. Hypocrites. That's what I'm going to say. Bunch of hypocrites. Bunch of hypocrites. The guy gave you what you wanted in NXT, and you, now you love him. But for years, couldn't stand his guts. But anyway, moving on from that. Yep. So you back in that message, Seamus. Who have you got? As, as if I need to ask, who have you got? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> you need to care, Gabe. You're doing a podcast. No, I'm, I'm taking a mic. I'm taking I'm a you are. Drew McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> it's Drew. Yeah, that's it has to be Drew. We're both, going, we're both you know going that way. On a side note, that spot on Raw made me laugh. <laughs> what was that one? Where uh, I think they both hit each other with the steps. Oh, yeah, the week before, yeah. And Cornet drilled Drew McIntyre saying, you dumb idiots. Like, okay, since when do you get smashed with the stairs and you drop it and then fly over <laughs> over the, the barricade? <laughs> and I think, I think what, Seamus got, got injured, didn't it? Or he looked like it. No, I think they're both like both playing it as if they're 
yeah, both saying that they've been KO'd by the steps. Like, I was thinking he did the face. Did he cut his head or something? Or no, I think the way it went down, it looked as if it like landed on his head, but uh, I don't think he mm. do any damage back this week. Yeah, with no no visible effects. Okay, well, in that case, yeah, still calling Drudel. Oh, we, we we went off on a tangent, so you didn't actually give your prediction for Big E and Polo Cruz. I didn't think you noticed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Polo, no Polo Cruz. Same. Yeah, Polo Cruz. Big E, nothing. That's okay. Nah, he's not big for uh, nothing. I'm going to stick up for Big E here. He's big for something. Guy, look, you and everybody else kept talking about how Big E's great. Big E's great. I said, but give him a bit of a run. Give him a bit of a run and give him consistency. Mm. Don't don't put the IC belt on him and then he loses it, wins it again, loses it. It's like, no, it's, you're not really a winner. You're just somebody, as I say, you're a 50-50 guy. You win some, you lose some, but you leave. You leave to fight another day. No. I want to go in there, just beat everybody as much as I can, and then go for from Yeah, that's how big he should be. Mm. You know, it's, it's funny because he's the IC champ, but I forgot. I honestly forgot he was even a champion. I knew he was champion. I forgot which belt it was. That's right, the no. US. But no, I, I I remember he's a champ. He's still he's he's a focal. He is a focal point on SmackDown. I mean, he did a promo this week, which is really some injury. They've given it some story. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Obviously, Apollo was quite low on the, ah, the rankings, but he got I know. Some, sometimes that change, like the change of direction, is is a good thing. It gives you momentum. He's got some momentum What's in that. Two or three years that was Mr. Smiley, Smiley, you know, my teeth says white as a pillowcase. Come on, man. If you have a white pillowcase, by the way. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, that helps. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the guy's always smiley. Now he's doing the, you know, the African gimmick, which is cool. But yeah, you know what? Like he said, maybe the next WrestleMania will be with the Marines in the main event of WrestleMania for the Universal title. Who knows? Hmm. Hopefully, we'll see Edge versus him. But I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it next year. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it could be next year. The, if, if it stays consistent, again, a lot of it just comes to because you can't have everybody, as I said, we're talking about wanting to have somebody have a really good run as the champion. You can't have everybody getting their moment yet. You know, so Big E needs to just be built consistently and maybe next year gets a bit more prominent positioning. But like, yeah, yeah. if you've already got Roman having a really good run, he, if he faces Big E, somebody's got to lose. Either we end Roman's big run or Big E's fails to, to win it. So, mm. you know, you take away from one of them. So mm. it makes, yeah, it's, it's nothing. I don't think everybody has to be a champion all at once unless they're going to like have 10 belts. Yeah. 10 yeah. splits, split off the belts, and make 10 versions. Somebody, mm. yeah, you need to focus on somebody, keep other, but keep other people strong. So if Big E stays strong, yeah, at the moment it's the Intercontinental and maybe towards the end of this year, he could start having a push towards the big championship. And maybe Absolutely. next year we do get Roman and Big E. Can we go back to the old belt? Can we go back to what? Can we go back to the old belt, please? The old look. Yeah. This, what is this? I, I don't think so, Gabe. I don't think we're ever getting back there. <laughs> we, we moved away from that, from the good-looking belts years and years and years ago. No, I feel like an old man. I feel like an old man watching the show. Thinking, <laughs> what is this belt, man? What are these belts that they bringing up? Mm. Oh, you got the penny belt for the tag team titles. You got this. Oh, I don't know. 
his pillowcase for the universal title. Ugh, don't look good. Mm. But you know, on the point of Biggie, you know, before we move on, yeah, I think if he wins Roman next year, like let me like uh Drew McIntyre, maybe that can be what pushes mm. him along. Yeah, you I know? think I think that's all it takes is is yeah, you, you would have thought like how are you ever gonna get behind Drew McIntyre now? You're gonna remember him in what was it, free free man band? Yeah. And all the like the other stuff where it's like no, okay, no, okay. No, remember he went TNA. He went TNA. No, but I'm saying like you're yeah, you just look back and say, okay, because of that, like he's never gonna be a main event guy because you're always gonna think of that. You're not. They can make you forget, you know, and and I mean somebody like Big E, he's always been prominent. Okay, he's not been like this world beater, but he's had a really prominent role with the New Day for years and years and years, which is good. And uh, yeah, he's had flashes. And right now they're giving him that consistent, like, okay, like not get serious because that's the whole point. It's like it's saying he's still unloving and that kind of thing. Yeah. But he's but he can get serious when he needs to, like the promo he did on Apollo about getting biblical. Yeah. I mean, that was yeah. good. And it's yeah. just, yeah, and now it's like, okay, I'm taking a serious run at being a, a singles guy. Yeah. So well, yeah, all it needs is is for them to get behind him, give him that opportunity. And if he delivers on it, which I think he would. Same as Drew yeah. did, like the Rumble. They gave Drew the opportunity of the Rumble and he delivered. And he's delivered since. And if Big E is given a similar thing, you can, you can, okay, now I take him serious. Like they're, they're telling us he's a big deal. He backs it up with his, with his skill and with the way yeah. he portrays it, he's a big deal. Just need to give him that run, give him the Rumble. Yeah, if he, beat, if he was to win next year's Rumble and beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania and the, cons- the consistency is there, I'm going to take him as a top guy. Yeah, that's true. We might finally get him versus Goldberg. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. We've got, we've got a couple more matches left. We've got Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon. No contest. Yeah? No contest. All right. So if, if one of them wins, you get you don't get anything. I'm gonna go with Shane. Okay, cool. So you're you're going for a draw. Yeah, for Tracy Dot for WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, I imagine it's going back. It's going to go to WrestleMania, in some in some form. Um, and then the last one is Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Nia Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Hmm. Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Tick tock, tick tock. Well, I would say I, I couldn't give two beeps, but I have to be very, very polite. And I understand that a lot of people love women wrestling now much more than ever did before. I wonder why. Well, I will go with Sasha Banks and Miss Bianca Belair to shave and wiggle, wiggle, wiggle the hair about and win the belts. Yeah, I'm going to go the same. We're, we're the same on quite a few. No. Oh, you did, you did not give more of an insight on the women tag team match. Can you please? Well, I think one? you gave you gave enough. They're gonna was it gonna shame and wiggle wiggle? I think that was an expert analysis. How am I gonna live up to that? Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's the card six matches. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's not bad. I mean, it doesn't feel like a massive, massive event. I mean, Lashley's not even wrestling on it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I I mean, there's, there's some good matches on there that'd be interesting. Ro- the Roman and Brian, Daniel Bryan would definitely be a good match, and it's 
Mm. And obviously, the fiend's coming back. Does it excite you? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'll, I'll be into that match for sure. I mean, let's just say sometimes, I'll be honest, like, I don't watch events all the way through. I don't watch it from start to finish. Mm. And so sometimes I will like, skip through a match or skip the endings. That match, mm. I won't. That's a match I'll definitely sit and watch the whole thing. Yeah. That, that match, the Roman versus Danny Bryan match. Um, yeah, that, that, that's, and it's, it's okay. We assume Roman's going to win, but it's not a foregone conclusion that he's just going to beat him and that's it. So it'd be, it'd be interesting to see. I love how the WWE still have you on the hook. <laughs> <laughs> they look down with the hook, like, well, you never know. Like, you, got, you never know. You've got to allow yourself <laughs> to enjoy it. Otherwise, I wouldn't bother watching. No, I enjoy it, but I, I just no, I know better. You just know yeah. better. Okay, yeah. You, just, you don't know. That's the thing. You think so. Yeah. And we always take the negative view that that's what's going to happen. Oh, it's obvious. This is going to happen. No, no, no. But we watch it. Hmm. It's like boxing, for example. Yeah. You and I both grew up watching, you know, a glorious age of the 90s of boxing. Yeah. Obviously, the glorious days were more the 70s and 80s, but yeah. But you kind of went in, you thought, okay, you know, Tyson was going to beat whoever, whoever you put in front of him. And nine to about then he did. Hmm. But then, like you said, it was a Buster Douglas that kind of threw him off. Well, kind of, it did throw him off. Yeah, did Holly throw that throw him off twice. But nine to about ten, you can say, yeah, you kind of know what's going, but you still expect a good a good fight. Same thing with Roman. I know he's going to win, but I still expect a good a good match. Okay, yeah, but to your to your point, there, look at what happened when Tyson fought Buster Douglas. But like I said, nine out, nine to about ten, I said. I know. So that's the thing that just takes that one time. But like I said. Nine times out of ten. I know, but this win. could be the one time. So, out of the nine times out of ten, this is the one time that Daniel Bryan will beat Roman Reigns for the belt, even though they're pushing Roman Reigns as this tribal chief and make it a triple threat at WrestleMania. When the storyline is basically that Edge is supposed to go in and reclaim and win a belt, which is, you know, rightfully his and, you know, make the full, complete comeback. From what? From what? From, 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 where? See, where does that make sense? From Edge storyline, how does make any sense? Having Daniel Bryan involved in it, maybe it won't make sense for Edge's storyline. But what I'm saying is, I, I look. My prediction is that Reigns wins. But yeah. I'm saying watching it, like I wouldn't say I like it. It's not even worth watching because I know Reigns is going to win. I expect him to win. If, like, say, if I have to put money on it. Which we're not putting money on it, but we're putting our <laughs> we're putting our predictions out there. Like I have to choose somebody, and, and my gut instinct is to go with Roman Reigns. But I know it could it's like it's not a foregone conclusion. It's very very likely. If I had to, if I, if I had a gun to my head and I had to choose somebody, I'm choosing Reigns. But I know maybe there'll be something with Daniel Bryan. It's it and it. And the consolation is it's going to be a good match regardless. The quality will be good, and you're still going to watch it and wonder is is he going to win? Yeah, you're not going to be watching and say no no he's not going to. If he gets him in the in the submissions, like nah, nah, he's not gonna win. Like you'll have that moment where you think, okay, is it? Oh, so that's that's the thing. Even back in you know, back in the day with Undertaker's streak, we knew, and me and you had these discussions. But like, okay, we know Undertaker's win every single time, but you never, never know. And the one time you didn't know because Brock won, and people didn't expect Brock to win. I didn't expect, him to win. but you never know. And that was the thing. That was a case that you never know, and it happened. And it's like, oh my god caught you off guard that could happen you could be watching that and taking it for granted that Roman's going to win you're expecting okay he's got me like Roman, and then, oh my god yes you won you don't know and, mm-hmm. and that is the that is the beauty of it I mean yeah some of it does feel very predictable 
But mm. all it takes is something to just throw you off, and that's why we watch it. Because, yeah. okay, we don't know. We think we know, but we don't. And for me, like, okay, I, I know what my gut instinct says and what oh, yeah. I expect is going to happen, but I will still watch it and see if that happens and still try to enjoy enjoy it. Because like I say, if I didn't enjoy it, I wouldn't bother to watch it. If I thought I couldn't get any enjoyment out of it, I wouldn't bother. It's like, uh, yeah, this stage in, in my life, like, okay, I don't need to watch it for the sake of watching it. I do to an extent, like I keep up with it, but like I wouldn't waste my time. No, or, of course. Yeah, I wouldn't waste time or money on that kind of stuff. I would just get on with something else. But I still have an interest. It's like, okay, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna allow myself to, to be while I'm watching it, like wondering what happens and see what happens. Yeah, and if Roman wins, it's like, okay, uh, I thought he would, and I get a point. So, no biggie. You know what? It's no big at all. But I have something else to say. Mm. I'm sure you've seen the the big news from AEW that a future Hall of Famer came up. And obviously you, you mocked him, which I don't uh, respect. But hey. <laughs> Sorry, I lost your respect there, Gabe. <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. It's all right. What I've... Well, not what I have. What we... The fans, you know, the wrestlers I've seen is it looks like it's going to be Christian Cage versus Kenny Omega. Yeah. Or the AW Whatever title. Hopefully. And from what it's looking like, it looks like he might actually win the belt. Okay. (laughs) 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 This this so called uh, future Hall of Famer who doesn't mean as much as you said. Oh no, you said that he wasn't as important as Kurt Angle, CM Punk, Brock Lesnar. No? Mm-hmm. He's going in there and he's making an impact straight away. Yeah, of course he would. Of course. I mean, yeah. that's, that's not what, yeah, what we talked about. It doesn't, it's not a shake in the earth, not a, a massive, 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 like groundbreaking thing. He's, he's going there, he's fighting Kenny Omega. It'd be a decent match, I'm so, sure. Okay. Hmm? Of the future Hall CM Punk, Brock Lesnar is going in there making an impact, and he's ready. You know, he's going to technically be headlining the next pay per view and potentially, you know, the have the company on his back. But he won't have the company on his back, will he? Really? No, wasn't it? Wasn't the old saying that the world champion is the one that leaves leaves from above? Yeah, the old saying. So, what's the point of being a world champion? What's the point of it being there then? Well, <laughs> ask, well, your, I mean, ask your boy Vince Russo it's a prop I, I would never call it a prop babe. you didn't it, not me. it is a you prop didn't. I mean it's a storyline device isn't it so it doesn't it's it's whoever's champion it's, it's the top guy at the moment but it's not really carrying the company specifically so the belt means nothing then, in that case. it means something but so it doesn't mean like they're not going to think oh we need to decide is Christian going to be making us loads and loads and loads and loads of money and drawing all of this stuff. If not, we can't put the belt on. They'll put the belt on him regardless if they want to, if it it's, makes it's, sense. It's not, the, it's it's not, the, not the, idea. the idea of being the world champion is, well, I, I listened to Booker T's podcast, I think it was about a week ago, and I think he kind of talked about the same thing, saying about how, you know, Kenny Mega's the AW world champion. So in theory, he is the guy. You put the guy on top. The guy on top should be the one leading the company. I'm using, mm-hmm. I'm using his words here. So it's like, mm-hmm. well, you're saying about, oh, well, like Vince Russo saying it's a prop. So then, in that case, then why have it then? If these, if the, if being a world champion, air quotes world champion, 
doesn't mean anything, then you know, why have world champion? You it, might does mean, have... it does mean something, though. Within the storyline, it's the most important thing to be the champion of the, of the promotion. But, okay, but, but, you're but the reality yeah. of it is because you're, uh, are you talking to me as a, as a fab? I've got to suspend my disbelief now and believe that this is real, that Christian's actually fighting for the, for the championship for real. Like, if you're saying from a business point of view, like, okay, so Christian is a big deal as a sign in because he's actually about to carry the company. That sounds like what you're trying to say. And it's like, that doesn't, doesn't really compute. Uh, if from a storyline perspective, if, if he's going in there and he's going to win the championship, that's a big deal from a storyline. But yeah. it's, okay, not, then. Yeah, it's not business. So if Christian's not the guy, then who's the guy? Who's, who's the guy ready to lead them then? I, don't, I just don't think it's... Um, I stand by my, my opinion that Christian being the big reveal wasn't as big a deal as it would have been if Brock Lesnar or John Cena or Batista or somebody of that level. Well, to, to nobody like Gabriel Hitman Myers, <laughs> it means nothing. <laughs> well, it doesn't mean nothing. I'm just saying, I just don't think... I think that, you know, they built up so 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 well because it was a, build, a, a big build-up. Who's going to yeah. be the future one Omar? But again, then again, I blame Big Show. I blame... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I blame BS Paul White. Sorry. Yeah, but so the, so the point is what you're saying is like you don't think it was quite as big of a deal. No, I think it was he's, he's it's not, a, it's big not a bad deal. thing. It's not bad. No. I mean, I, when we talked about it last week, I didn't say I think oh it was it was rubbish. It was, I just feel like it was a bit of a it couldn't help it. It needed to be bigger for me for me to feel like okay that lived up to the expectation, the hype. It was okay. It's not a bad signing. It's not a bad person to have on the roster. It's not, and he's not just a, a random guy. But it's not that big of a deal to me. And maybe, maybe that's because of, you, know, you, you are a big Christian fan. You always like, you know, you've had a big, he's one of your, one of your guys. So it means something. You know what? I think, I do think, you know, because I am a Christian fan, yes, that plays into it. But also, I just think that, you know, in terms of today's, today's kind of atmosphere of wrestling, he's a big deal. Le again, Lesnar to me, he's like Rock. He's like Austin. He's like Hogan. He, he's in that kind of, Stratosphere is okay. Only a few people have ever actually reached. He's up there. Even as much as I love Savage, Randy Savage. You know, if you ask people of oh, Randy Savage, uh, Savage, Macho Man. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people today know him as who? The, the rest of the guy from Spider Man. Can you read that? Mm -hmm. Look, think about how sad it is. Macho Man, big deal. WWF, WCW, you know, Memphis, you know, the Puffle family. You know, I've, I've asked a few people recently, do you know how much man is? They said, who? And then I showed a picture. Oh, yeah, the guy from Spider-Man. Mm. Yeah, but I guess that, that's a generational thing, isn't it? I mean, you, you look at it like, even now, I mean, a lot of people for, for this country, it'd be Big Daddy. Yeah. And as time goes on, there'll be less people who know who Big Daddy is because it's obviously he's not been on, he's not been a focal point of like just TV. He was, he was massive. He was our big mainstream when you, if you didn't talk, like if you mentioned wrestling, either people would think Hulk Hogan, or if they're more, like if they've actually watched it in this country, they'd be thinking Big Daddy. A lot of people say, "Oh, Big Daddy, don't hate that." Like they, they're iconic as as people. But as time goes on, they they would have come off TV like in the late eighties. So you know, you're looking about thirty years. People weren't even born. Some of them just you know, once their parents weren't growing up with them and stuff. That is little by little. It'd be forgotten. So obviously, <laughs> the people that will still remember them. Yeah. But, like the majority, you wouldn't be able to just walk up to anybody in the street. Back in in the nineteen eighties, the night you could have walked up to, and everybody would have known of him because mm. it's still it's still relevant. Either he's still on TV or he's just come off. 
happy and their parents will talk about them and stuff like that. So back then, you are you ask somebody, oh, you watch wrestling? Oh, yeah, Big Daddy. Yeah. But now, like obviously, 30 years later, you're not going to get the same response like from, from little kids that would not, would have no clue who he is. And even their parents, like I say, if, you, if their parents are like 20-something years old and their mum and dad didn't keep talking about Big Daddy or showing them Big Daddy, after the fact, they're not going to know about Big Daddy or think of Big Daddy. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's part of, uh, you know, it's part of evolution. That's how it's, it's going to happen. As time goes on, we forget, like... And it's, yeah, certain people stay iconic, but I bet, I bet you some people wouldn't even know who Elvis Presley is now. And back oh. in back when I was a kid, everybody, yeah, everyone would definitely know who Elvis Presley is. Even though dead. Yeah, yeah, and over time, people won't even know about Michael Jackson, but he was a yeah, like people like this guy yeah, was amazing. Yeah, but that's Michael the thing Jackson. they they carried like yeah, you know, Bruce Lee, Elvis Presley, people like that. It's like okay, they're iconic, uh, you know, icons, Bob Marley, people like that. It's like over time. If they're not kept yeah. at the forefront and people, yeah, people don't talk about them much now and they've been dead long before, like their people's parents were born. If the parents aren't still into it, playing it as the kids grow up, you know, like I, I, I just grew up in that period where people would still talk about Elvis Presley and you still hear his music and stuff like that. And yeah, people talk about Bruce Lee was the greatest fighter ever and talking about oh, his yeah. martial arts movies and people still into like martial arts in a big way and they reference Bruce Lee. People like that would still maintain their their iconic status because that's they're still talked about. They're still programmed about them. They're still like lots of in, in massively in the pop culture. But now look how much you know time has passed and we have got all these different things. Yeah, and there's flavor of the month, that kind of stuff that would take people's attention. So yeah, it's to be expected. Yeah, I hear that. I understand that. But the point that I was making, which mm. I believe is now, that Christian Cage is basically challenging <laughs> uh, Mr. Kenny Omega, Mr. Kenny McFingerbang for the NWA, NWA, gosh, AEW. I'm, I'm now thinking ahead because obviously we, I know he's going to win the NWA title from uh, Nick Aldis, mm. the AEW world champion. But also, <laughs> Mr. Ethan Carter the second. Mr. MJF hmm. formed his own group. Did you hear about that? So, so you've become an AEW fan now. Don't now now the Christian ju- now oh. Christian dumb chip. He's brought he's brought you with him. No, don't don't insult my intelligence for saying I'm an AEW fan because I'm not an AEW. Look, fan. Look, it's all about AEW now. Christian's over there fighting Kenny Omega. We're gonna have uh, MJF starting up his new group. What else are you gonna tell me? You want me to get a bottle of wine? <laughs> Stuff it down your throat. You mean to stuff it down your throat? I would not be a fan. I told you before. I would not be a fan. Not because I'm not because I hate the young bus. I don't hate anybody. I respect them that they've conned Tony Khan and conned his dad out of their hard, well-earned money, air quotes. And instead of him using that money for Fulham Football Club, he's using it on AW. So, and Fulham needs it. Fulham, they, they need it for their transfers. They need it for, you know, to stay in the Premier League. They need that. But all that money's been used on AEW, which is, again, it's his choice. You know, he's giving the boys work. Again, who knows? Hopefully, myself, you, you know, many of the boys on, on, on our circuit can, can go there, make a good living from it, but also build up our name, build up our, you know, build up our wrestling career from it. So, hey, I can't knock it. No, no, I can knock it and I do knock it, but 
in terms of uh, saying I'm a fan of the show, yeah, not particularly. It seems very, you know, all over the place. You have MJF, you have Jericho, which is, again, the two few guys I actually like on the show. Christian, obviously. So it's like, if I'm going to watch it, I'll watch it for who? Christian, for Sting. I told you, Brian Cage. And again, this could be class as controversial, but if he didn't lose to Tessa Blanchard, I would like him a lot more. But since he lost to her, and people say, oh, well, how can a woman beat a guy? You know, why am I so upset there won't be a guy? Hey, I've seen up, I've seen in my life a lot of women smack, beat the living dog out of some men. I've seen it. But at the same time, I look, I put Christian Cage there. Christian Cage, oh gosh, Brian Cage there, and you have Tessa Blanchard there. From a looks perspective, and then it's wrestling. Cage should just go in there, powerbomb once in the head, that's it. One, two, three. Right or wrong, Mr. King. That, that devastating power bomb that's going to keep Sting out for for weeks with your booking. Yep. yep. Yeah, well, it well, yeah, it's a it killer move. Have. It should have. Should it not? No, nah, I don't. Not in this day and age. Power, power bomb. Mm. Power bomb did she get? Did she get out? She won the match, didn't she? Not. Well, there you go. Did so Sting get... Sting can't be put out for weeks then, just from the power bomb. So again, the, the, the dumb. He's an idiot, isn't he? Is he not? He's a dummy. Nah, a power bomb doesn't even even a power bomb from somebody his size isn't going to put people out of Mate, action. If he power bomb, if he power if he power bomb you on the floor, believe me, you, you ain't getting up. <laughs> I will if I'm booked. <laughs> I'm booked to get up. <laughs> if I'm not booked to get up, then I'll stay down. Mm. Believe me. But, but anyway, the, the best the best way is is uh, best way to get out is don't get in it. I'll, I'll I won't take the power bomb. Really? They, they don't work for me, brother. Uh, I'll pull rank on, on Brian Cage. Yeah? Yeah, I'll, I'll play my creative control card. Ah. As you can hear, any promoters out there, Anton is basically saying if you put him in a situation he doesn't like, he'll basically pull rank. <laughs> he will do the job. Look, Me? when you got the killer power bomb out there, of course, I'm not taking the killer power bomb. I've just, well, I've just been told how devastating it, it will be. It put me out for weeks. I've got a lie. I've told you before. If Tony Khan says, Mr. Clean, we're going to give you a million pounds, but you got to get beat by, I don't know. Uh, hmm, who can we put you out there with? Okay, for example, we're going to put you out there versus the Young Bucks. Mm. Yeah? You got to take their five devastated moves and get pin one, two, three. Would you take it? A million dollars? Yeah. Show me the money. <laughs> I'm in. Okay. You versus Vince Russo. Yeah, yeah. I'd... You 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 lose, yeah? Yeah, of course. He's a okay. former WCW World Champion. No shame. Oh, I, I know, I know. <laughs> he beat Booker T. He beat Booker T for the match belt. <laughs> he beat Booker T for the belt. I remember watching that. Okay, one more then. Hmm, who can I put you against? Ooh. You versus Stephanie. Main event WrestleMania for the WWE World Title. You got to take the five moves from her and from Triple H and get pin one, two, three. The main event, last match, that's it. Yeah, that's fine. Million dollars. And then, and then I'll complain to Triple H and say, I wouldn't want otherwise. Whoever <laughs> Triple H get involved. I so you, you the last one to get beaten by Stephanie? Yeah. And you're cool with it? Yeah, it's cool. What's wrong with that? So even though it would, it would make you look, you know, weak. Or you wouldn't care? <laughs> um... For, for a million dollars, plus you lose the WWE title to her, and you'd be the first guy. 
that's all right. I'll, I'll retire on that. I think I can retire with a million dollars. I've made it to WrestleMania. I've, I've ticked all the boxes. I may not have had a stellar match at WrestleMania, but... Vince, you've heard of, yeah? Yeah, heard of. yeah Vince. Vince, give me, the, give me the match at WrestleMania and a million dollars. I don't need to worry about my reputation after that. <laughs> if, even if you try and sully it by saying, oh, look, you lost. Like, it's fine. I'll retire on so, that. I can retire on be, that. I can go out and I win. You'd be the first man to lose a WWE World title to a woman, but also the first guy to lose it to a woman at WrestleMania. Main event. That's cool. See, I'll, I'll never be forgotten. <laughs> oh, boy. You've heard it all, folks. You heard it all. Somebody, somebody, somebody contact Vince on my behalf. Tell, it, tell him I'm up for that. Big T, Cars Big T, Big T Justice. You're my cousin. Hook us up, please. Hook us up. <laughs> well, we are now going over to the pilot shop. What really grinds my gears? Well, we talk about women are now being seen in a better light. That women are known as bastions. They're the leaders of the new world as we know it. But really in wrestling, I find it a bit confusing. I find it a bit strange, but not too strange. That why do women, women's matches, why are they seen as such this great thing? And yes, I know what some people might say, Gable, how dare you say that? Well, I'm asking a question. Women's matches are much better. Again, the way I grew up, I love Molly Holly, Trish, air quotes, Trish, because I know everyone loves Trish. I don't particularly, but hey, what do I know? Stacey Keembler, Miss Madness, Francine, Dawn Marie. I know some, some of you guys might say, okay, Gabe, you're, you're basically pointing out to yourself. You're still naming all these wrestlers, female wrestlers, sorry. And compared to today, Charlotte, Big Head, Shasha Banks, Look Like a Man, um, Shayna Baswell, Can't Get a Man, Nia Jax. They're much better than it was. She's got Reginald. Huh? Got Reginald now. That gay fool. <laughs> that gay fool. The guy who's their manager, but yet he won't beat up a woman because apparently it's too, it's inappropriate for man to put his hands on a woman in wrestling air quotes but yet a woman can punch a man in the face or kick him in the nuts and it's okay yeah little things like that to me is what drives me nuts like i said you have Sasha banks you have all these women that's great that's fine you have the melts to talk about how great women wrestling is now women's wrestling is better of course but you know what when the casual person sees that and they say for example okay if i see nia jacks doing a powerbomb let's say to uh Sasha banks if Sasha Banks is kicking out too, why in the hell am I going to believe it when a guy does it? This big woman, that's even as big as them, the wrestlers, she's, she's powerbombing, nearly breaking the neck of someone who's a midget near enough. Or, sorry, a smaller person. Sasha Banks, big head Sasha Banks. Yes, it's about believability. I understand that it's about, as Sid would say, it's about credibility. And it is about credibility. These women have improved significantly, but don't force it and tell me I must sit there and love their matches. I don't mind their matches, but it doesn't captivate me. It does not captivate me. I don't sit there and say, wow, this is amazing. No, it's good. I was watching Japanese wrestling in the late 90s, early 2000s. So to me, what they're doing now is nothing new. To me personally, it's nothing new. And I know to Anton, it's nothing new. 
again, Meltzer and Alvarez and all these people have been seeing it for years. Years. Late, uh, late 80s, all through the 90s, Japanese wrestling. And I keep saying Japanese wrestling because, again, that's what they like. Anton loved Japanese wrestling. I like it too. Not mm. so much anymore. But I like the old one, you know, from the 80s. The 90s, even some, some of this, but you ain't going to force me. You're not going to force me to say, you know what, Gable, I have to buy into it. I don't have to buy into anything. And I'm not going to buy into it. I like it in bits. Yes, some of the stuff is okay, but some of the stuff is like, ugh. You're now talking about how, oh, you shouldn't like women for their looks. I'm a straight man. I like women. Why would I not like them for their looks? I'm not saying that, oh, it's the be on end, though. But I watch wrestling and I go, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, she looks all right, yeah. But I was I respect her for her skills. Again, I really got their skills, but I'm sure there's people out there who like Trish, who love Stacey Kimball, who love Tori Wilson, and don't love it of it. But now we're in a society now, oh, you can't say that. You can't say that, oh, it's, it's being disrespectful, it's being sexist. It's not being sexist, you're just being human. As long as you're not a sleaze or perv over it, as long as you're not, I don't know, trying to stalk them or, I don't know, uh, going on their uh, Instagram page and constantly harassing them. No, don't do that. But if you like, if you like her, they look fine. Don't be ashamed to say it. Do not tell me that I must now say, you know what, they're better than the men's matches. Because they're not. They're getting there, but they're not there yet. It's in steps. That's all I got to say, man. That's all I got to say. There we go. They're on their way. Say. They're on their way, but you know what? Don't force it down my throat. No, Don't but yeah. I mean, they definitely... I think that's the thing when you think of the, that period where women's wrestling was really, it was just but about. Again, hmm? Women's wrestling was good. Before, I'm going to cut you off there. Women's wrestling was good. In TNA, it was good. In Japan, it was good. They're, you know, Shimmer, is it Shimmer and all these other Yeah, it's, it's been there. But again, because but I think that's trying, the, yeah, that's the point that they brought it over to, like, but it wasn't really mm-hmm. represented well in the WWE. Like, you do go back and you had the Diva search and that kind of thing. It's like, it was really just about. They were just using them like they weren't actually treating them with that kind of respect as wrestlers. They were just like, uh, yeah, I can. That's that okay. was all they cared about at that point. And it's it's evolved now to be able to keep up with like the level that because yeah, back in the day, like if you wanted good women's wrestling, you did had, you? Did you? Did you personally? I did. I mean, back in the day when I, I remember the jumping bombing. Yeah, and so like Survivor Series. I, I watched, I, I used to like like Alondra Blaze's match for Borna Kano and that Bonacano, kind of yeah. stuff. That, I, was into, I was really like, I enjoyed that. I mean, Bertha Faye weren't much. But no. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I, I did enjoy like some of the early WrestleMania, obviously. Um, yeah, like Fabulous Muller and Wendy Richter and yeah, yeah they, weren't, they weren't the best matches. But no. when, it, when you saw the difference, you had the Survivor Series 1987 and there was a women's match. Yeah, that's true. and the jumping bomb angels—they were really good. Like we, they I mean, were. Yeah, I remember seeing that on a video. Like, I was, oh, these two, like they're really good. And they, yeah, they had a few matches in the WWF, mm-hmm. and then yeah, then from there, like, okay, it wasn't really a division as such. And then they had yeah. a bunch of blaze and treated a bit more seriously. Some of the matches again weren't much, but when you had someone really good, so Alondra was good, Lusa. And Paul Nakano. So again, you had to import from Japan because Jap- Japanese women. I remember hearing like how good that was. And when you did, when they did, when I did get to see some of them, it's like yeah, really good. The Survivor Series '95 had an all yeah. women's match. Aja Kong 
and the other All Japan women. It's like, so yeah, I I, I appreciate women's wrestling. And then yeah. obviously in the in the two thousands and that kind of that kind of stage, I mean obviously Sable and Sunny and all that, like, okay, this this isn't about the wrestling. They are just yeah. they're just there for they're not even having serious matches. They're having the bra and panties and that kind of stuff. I, yeah, I get why there's a bit of a, a backlash against it. And then over time, with Fit Finley working with the women, like Trish Stratus, she turned into a really good worker. And lots of others. And, and the division was a little bit, but it still had those elements. Okay, like it's not really treated serious. And some of it could be atrocious. Matches mm. are an abomination. But mm. at this point, it's like, okay, now, like you say, that the, where the... The respect was Japanese wrestling and, and where TNA treated it more seriously. WWE mm. now, as they call it the revolution, for them, it has been a revolution. They've turned things around and they've actually given them a, more of a spotlight. And the matches are better. They are improving and they are get, getting a lot better and they're, they're worthy of more, more praise and more spotlight. So it's good. Yeah, like it used to be considered the toilet break match. <laughs> the women's match. That was the... the yeah, that was the... the the way it was referred mm. to, toilet break match. So they're not anymore, are they? I mean, at one point we had a, a main event of WrestleMania. And did, um, was you captivated like Meltzer and everybody else was? Was you like, wow, this is like, you know, the best thing going today? This is, it's, it's so sad. I, I don't think it was the best thing going today, but it was, I, I liked Ronda Rousey. Mm. Her matches, like when she came out, like, I was in, interested in her because it's like, okay, she's, you know, you can, you can buy her, she's treated seriously and she was good. And Becky Lynch, you know, Charlotte Flair, they are the higher end. So, of course. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'm not going to lie and say that was the match I was most looking forward to that WrestleMania. I'm sure it was. I can't remember what all the matches were. What was, what was the equivalent on the men's side for their champions? Yeah, I don't remember myself. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so that shows you how much, so it's not really a knock on the women's division for me to no, say not. I wasn't that invested in their match because I wasn't that invested in the men's was either. Lesnar Roman? No, it was it Lesnar and Steph? Possibly, yeah. So I mean, hmm. I was no, I wasn't really feeling Seth, and he's not a woman. Damn, he is, damn. He is the man's oh, man. Sorry. The man's man. <laughs> sorry, the man's man. The man is the man has got no balls. Just walks around and does whatever his 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 wife to be says. That guy. Yeah. The guy who lets uh, Baron Corbin end of days his, his woman and sits there like a moron, shocked and everything. And the same remember the same crowd who hates. Violence on women. The same crowd who, you know, they'll put a gun to a guy's head and blow his brains out if he even puts his hand on a woman. The guy, Baron Corbin, gave Becky Lynch, I remember, never forget it, he gave her the end of days and the crowd went ballistic. Remember that? Mm. They went ballistic. Hypocrites, mate. You guys are a bunch of hypocrites. You're fake. Me, I don't like violence against women. I don't like violence against men. I don't like women hitting men and men hitting women. I hate that. But you know what? Like I said, women's matches have improved. Yes, they've mm. improved. But like I said to you, these were, they will be, they've been great women's matches beyond WWE, WWE, WWF for years. So I ain't buy, I'm not buying into it. I've been watching TNA for years. I've seen that stuff on TNA. Gail Kim. You know, mm. there's been so much great women's matches on that show. But yet no one doesn't talk about it. Oh, because it's TNA, it's TNA. Well, you yeah. know what? All you bunch of fake fans and everything, don't watch it. You mean? You sit yeah. there and say, oh, hey, again, like WWE, you hate the shows, but you still watch it. WWE is always going to get more attention. So when they do well, something, they can do it. And it's like people have been doing that for years. But when they do it, they pay a bit more attention. 
it's well I'm not Melter. I'm not Melter. No. I'm not Alvin. I'm I'm like Vince Russo. You either love me or you hate me. You may hate me, but you gotta respect me. Like Vince Vince Russo. I was I don't love them. No, I like the man. I think the guy took some sense, but he, he took some crap as well. I'm sure Anton does with me. Like what he said last week. What he says don't mean nothing. But when I say something, it means something. So like I said, I'm gonna end this part shot with this. All you men, women wrestler, wrestlers out there, know your role. I don't, I don't want to say go in the kitchen, because that's being rude. I'm not going to say go home and get pregnant like Becky Lynch does. That's being rude as well. What was that? Wait, hold on a second. What was that woman's name? Hmm. I forgot her name. She was a Ric Flair. She was supposed to be in a storyline and what? She got knocked up? Lacey Evans. Thank you. I was going to say it, but yeah. Lacey Evans, who was, was supposed to be put in a big primetime shot, got herself pregnant. And you wonder why Vince will not put women wrestlers on top. All right, peeps. This is the Hitman. This is Mr. Clean, Anton Green. If you have anything you want to say to me, you got the Facebook page. Put your comments on there, and I will reply back to you. If you guys don't agree with what I say, I got two words for you. Get stuffed. We're up. <laughs> yes. Amini. <laughs>